This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hany Balkis. Happy Thursday, everyone. I hope you're all having a fantastic afternoon. It is our favorite day of the week, isn't it, honey? Yes, indeed. It is Thursday, fun day. Now, Thursday is the day where you feel relaxed, you feel calm, because tomorrow, which is Friday, you don't have to wake up so early. Not at all. And people get to enjoy a very relaxing weekend while still trying to stay as safe as possible. You're listening to Future Talk. This is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Today's headlines have a lot to do with Apple because Apple just released a brand new iPhone update that will fix a lot of the security bugs that many people have been facing with the latest iPhone 12 and iOS 14. So we're going to tell you exactly how you can install it and what bugs will it help you fix. Yes, and in the Northeast United States, there has been a widespread of internet outages. And we're going to tell you why and how that happened. Yes, indeed. Some of the biggest websites, Facebook, Google, have actually been down yesterday as well. But in the world of gadgets, lots is happening with Samsung because Samsung is planning to become the first phone to get a new low-power OLED display. Now, for those of you who don't know, our screens actually consume a lot of our battery power. So if we could work on that, we can definitely help save a lot of our battery power. Yes, and students in Saudi Arabia have developed a device to detect COVID-19 and even disinfect belongings using light. Now, I do have a hunch that that will be ultraviolet light. Mm, I have that same hunch as well. In the world of apps, lots is happening as well because we're going to be talking about Google Maps soon showing us COVID-19 vaccine locations. So you no longer have to ask your friends and loved ones where you should go if you want to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Yes, we have a lot in store for you guys today. It is Thursday, fun day. A lot of exciting things are going to happen and we're going to start this show with Sway by Dean Martin. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday. Let's get it. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, it'll be like 9 p.m. We'll look at our phone and says, hey, you need an iPhone update right now. It's going to update it by 12 a.m. while you're asleep. And uh, it will be in the background. You're like, no, what? remind me tomorrow. Remind me tomorrow. Remind me ask. tomorrow. Let's be honest. How many times do you actually say, yes, go ahead and update? I never <laughs> actually opted for it until I realized that iPhone updates are very important. And I did get the iPhone 12 uh, recently, and obviously we do know do know that that had 5G connectivity on it. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I wasn't getting 5G connectivity until the new hotfix that did happen with iOS 14.3. And now I have 5G, so we're going to be telling you about a new iPhone update that does fix security bugs. So it is best you need to install this as soon as possible. Yes, indeed. Apple just released the iOS 14.4 as well as the iPad OS 14.4. Now, a lot of people have actually been worried about different malicious applications that are trying to overtake certain privileges and asking for more than they need. Now, different people have been trying to avoid downloading these applications and uh, Apple as a company have been trying to release a lot of updates to help make sure that this issue is not being exploited. So 
as a user to make sure that no applications are trying to, you know, use content that they shouldn't be using as well as use privileges like accessing your microphone, ask, accessing your camera uh, or accessing files that it does not need to go ahead and access. You should go ahead and update your iOS devices as soon as possible because the security hole that Apple found in its operating system can definitely be exploited a lot more than just one app doing it. Yes, now Apple did find a security hole in its operating system and it also does have evidence that someone may have exploited. Now the update notes don't have any further details. So for now, we actually don't know how many have used the security breach or what they have been using it for. But however it was used, now the security breaches aren't minor ones. Now an application being able to elevate privileges means that it could do the things that it is not supposed to be able to do. Again, there aren't many details, but broadly speaking, it does mean a malicious app could have bypassed some of Apple's security protections. Now, this is very important, again, because we're using our phone day in and day out for Apple Pay, mm -hmm. and uh, we're using it for a lot of other things. Now, some people even use it to board planes. Now, uh, but now in the 21st century, Omnia, it is very important, and we do look at airport security. Airport security is very important, and uh, if there is a threat to an airport, mm -hmm. obviously, someone will be uh, taken, into taken to jail for it. So if someone wants to cause you harm, and they know your boarding pass, and they know what time your plane is and what seat you're calling in for, so they can easily call an airport Omnia and say, hey, Hanny in seat 1A is yeah. going to do 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. He needs to get off that plane. And you're not doing anything, and that will cause you trouble, because some people, Omnia... They have bad pranks. They think it's a prank of causing someone harm. A harm, a prank is never causing harm. Exactly. And a lot of the times they just want to make money out of it. Now, if you're wondering who is eligible for this update, anyone with an iPhone 6S and later, if you have an iPad Air 2 and later, iPad Mini 4 and later, iPod, iPod Touch, the 7th generation, you can go ahead and download it. And Apple as a company is urging everyone to go ahead and do so. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about a big internet outage that took place in northeast u.s now this was actually one of the biggest outages that has ever mm -hmm. happened why did it occur and who was affected we're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments but ladies and gentlemen you don't even know you're listening to pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world the internet has become our lifeline. Whenever there's a certain outage taking place, even if it's just within your own home, you know, your Wi-Fi is acting up, many people feel like life is over. <laughs> there's no way to communicate with those around you unless you have 4G or 5G to also use the internet. But somewhere in Northeast, in the US, people were suffering from a widespread internet outage that has definitely left a lot of people on the edge of their seats trying to understand why it happened and how it even happened. Yes, internet users across the Northeast U.S. did report widespread outages. And who is to blame? Well, we're going to tell you all about that in a bit. Now, the telecom giant Verizon has reported a cut fiber in Brooklyn, and they did release that news via Twitter. Although it is not clear if that issue was responsible for the entire outage, Verizon didn't give any estimates in its email whether or not the problem could or would be fixed. Now, Comcast, which is another major internet service provider, did also say its network was performing normally in the early afternoon on the East Coast. Now, people were posting on Twitter, did report having issues connecting with various online services in a geographic area stretching from Washington all the way to Boston. Now, that is a densely populated region, which does include, include 
key U.S. government services as well as major financial companies. And when that happens, you have that cut to major uh, government services and major financial companies. That is a big no-no. Now, sometimes I'll be on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, and the internet will be a little bit slow. Yeah. And I'll get annoyed. I'll get pissed <laughs> off. I'm like, why? Why is the internet slow? And I'll go restart my router. And uh, I'm just thinking about when you have an outage of this caliber, how it can, number one, affect the stock market, and number two, affect key government services. Yes, indeed. Especially because a lot of the times, uh, sometimes hackers would be the people behind such outages. And when it affects the U.S. government services, that's definitely a big red flag. Now, the outage was also affecting some of the most major internet and cloud providers. Big websites like Google and Facebook could not be loaded, and that has definitely caused a lot of people to sit down and worry. Amazon, whose web services division powers a wide range of online services, also indicated that its network is not the cause of the problem because they did mm-hmm. actually blame it on Amazon taking over and, and creating a big load on the internet uh, in the country. Now, they were trying to investigate connectivity issues with the internet provider and trying to see who was most affected. Google did say that it did not find any issues within its own services and it was investigating the cause behind it. Yes, now the East Coast outage did begin around 11.25 a.m. local time and did begin recovery at around 12.37 p.m. So we're looking at around an hour and 12 minutes of no internet. Now there was a report of a 10, 12% drop in traffic volume to Verizon. Now they also did not say and they whether they know if the carriers were impacted. Now, disruptions to internet services are always a hassle, but they have become even more horrible as the pandemic does force millions of people to work from home and students to attend school remotely. So we're looking at how important the internet is becoming more and more. Now, we already know how important the internet is, but when you have an outage on internet, that is a big problem as well as, again, we are in this pandemic. It is a lifeline for many people, whether you're working from home or learning from a distance. And if you've actually suffered from you know, a minor internet outage, whether it was within your own home or a widespread one, there are some tips and tricks that a lot of specialists have been sharing with us. The first solution to fixing your internet outage, if you're not sure if it's happening within your own home, is to make sure that you've paid your bill. A lot of people tend to forget to pay Go to Twitter. the internet bill. Why? Because Twitter, whenever... To see, well, uh, to see if it's a... Yeah. So, so a lot of people, what they do, Omnia, is when they face a problem, whether it's online or offline, what they'll do is they'll go to Twitter and type in the search, for example, let's yeah. say uh, Hany is a major uh, service provider. They'll write Hany. Mm. And a lot of people say, oh, Hany is not working today. Hany is doing this. You remember when we had an Hany's outage in the UAE? Yes. With a lot of websites so, actually stopping, mm. we took it to Google mm. and Twitter. Yeah. So when Snapchat sometimes goes down, yeah. you'll see it automatically on you. You'll go to Twitter. Oh, Snap is down. Is Snap <laughs> down? I'm not getting snaps. A lot of people will start complaining uh, that Snapchat is down. And then you'll know that it is not your problem. 4215 the or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Did you ever suffer any internet outages in a time where you needed it the most? 4215 the or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about the Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra and how it is the first phone to get the new low-power OLED display. Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Samsung and the Galaxy S21 Ultra and how it is it's going to be the first phone to get a new low-power OLED display. Now, with this type of gadget, obviously, I'm not a big fan of Samsung. <laughs> a lot of people have, and a lot of people who tune in the show know. 
and uh, but I do like how preserving battery and getting the most out of your battery is very important. Now, we do know that, or we do learn that most of the details on the Samsung's phone prior to launch, thanks to rumors and leaks, obviously. And then Samsung comes out and tells us a new secret that we will get a low power OLED display for smartphones. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, what what's an interesting point that you brought up, Hani, is we're not a big fan of Android devices, but when we did have the Apple iOS specialist on the show, he did say that a lot of the times Android comes out with innovative ideas, but then Apple is the one that perfects them. Mm -hmm. So it is a new concept that the company is widely sharing for everyone because they're trying to get everyone hyped up for the brand new Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra phone. Now, for those of you who don't know, the power that comes out of our screens actually consumes up to 16% of our battery. So mm -hmm. even if you're not on any social media platform, if you're not doing anything, just by merely scrolling through, looking at your screen, you're consuming about 16% of your battery. So it may not seem like much at the beginning, but the, these displays are actually, if we can save up power on them, we can definitely uh, help save the health of our batteries as well. So Samsung did announce that the brand new OLED display will be using a new organic material that is dramatically improved for its luminous efficiency compared to the company's previous smartphone panels that we've always seen that we've always known. Yes, now what does this mean for us, the consumer? It does boil down to having a brighter display, which does consume less power. Now, together with the Galaxy S21 Ultra adaptive refresh rate, this also resulted in excellent battery life. But Samsung is producing OLED smartphone displays for other manufacturers as well, meaning we might soon see each smartphone featuring this new display, which would be amazing now for those who are big android fans you can pre-order the samsung galaxy s21 ultra now with mm. units shipping in tomorrow it yeah. will be starting tomorrow january 29th where anyone can get their hands on a samsung galaxy s21 ultra now for me uh, i'm not a big fan of samsung that's number one <laughs> i don't I've, I've tried my first android phone omnia was an hct Oh, H uh, HTC. HTC. It was an HTC. Back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. And then I, I upgraded to the Galaxy S3. Remember, if you had an S3 Omnia, you were on the block. I, was, I hadn't. Was it the S4 or is it the S6? I don't know. Was, I, was, I don't know what was, you had. No, I mean, it was the one that had like a, it's like a flip phone, but hor uh, vertically, horizontally. I don't know. I, I don't know. horizontal remember. flip phones. I, I had the Galaxy S3 Omnia and I thought I was a big baller. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I actually don't like this a lot. Let me try the iPhone 5. And I got the iPhone 5, 5S. Mm. I remember it was the first one to have that space gray in the back. Yes. Yeah. And I was, uh, oh my God, I'm remembering <laughs> it right now, Omnia. It was like a kid on Eid day. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Listen. I when that day. I'm going to take off my cover on my phone right now. <laughs> and just act like it's the 5S. No, just because I, I love the feeling of my thing. I think I broke my cover. But yes. <laughs> Look, whenever we're talking about Samsung phones, the one feature I remember loving about them is how easy it was to move my data. Until Apple actually released uh, their new feature where you can simply transfer the data by putting the phone right next to your old phone. Now, Samsung did say that this technology means that we are looking at improving a lifetime worth of batteries. Yes. Since the first thing that actually starts 
you know, slowing your phone down is mm. when the battery health is compromised. I actually changed my phone just because of the battery. Mm. It was ending too mm. soon. I was having mm. to recharge often. And that was just not convenient in the fast-paced life that we're living in. 100%. Now, with that 5G capability that that Android... Android. Yeah, Android that, devices Android and Apple. Devi- and Apple devices do have. I'm looking at a decrease, actually, in battery life compared to when I had it on 4G. Now, something that actually kind of caught my eye with the with the new iPhones is that it does have that iPhone 12, uh, iPhone 5 feel. Yeah. With that boxed rectangular feel. They're and that's not curved why, edges anymore. Not curved edges, man. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't like the curved edges that much, but now I just, sometimes I love just holding the phone. It feels nice and firm the in my hand. The feels sturdy. Yeah, man. I, I just feel like, I feel like I, I own th- thousands of companies <laughs> and I just feel like, you know, I'm Big Boss Honey. Well, let us know. Do you own an Apple device or an Android device? I think for the rest of the day, I'm going to take off my cover. I don't think that's the safest option. I'm going to clean it right now. Right here. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, I'm doing a tutorial how to clean your phone screen. (laughs) With a good old basic tissue. And some breath. Fantastic. Very COVID friendly. If it's I my may, phone. If I may <laughs> say so myself. Let us know what type of phone do you own? Do you have an Apple iPhone or do you own an Android device? Whether that was Huawei, Samsung. Share with us your thoughts at 4215 Dort Salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. We want to hear from all of you. Join the conversation. But coming up on the show, we have very interesting topic to talk about because students in Saudi Arabia have actually created a device that can detect COVID-19 and disinfect your belongings by simply using light. So no need for any harmful chemicals or even sanitizers anymore. You're You're listening listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. During the coronavirus pandemic, the sanitizer, wipes, disinfectant alcohol has become an accessory that we have on hand at all time. It's a necessity, not even an accessory. But if you look at any woman's purse, if you look in anyone's pockets, you'll always find some form of disinfectant to try and make sure that we're trying to take all the precautionary measures that we can to keep ourselves and those around us safe. But students in Saudi Arabia decided to be creative when it comes to disinfecting their belongings as well as disinfecting uh, different devices. And they have actually created a machine that can A, detect COVID-19, but also disinfect all of our belongings by using light. Yes, indeed. Now, the ongoing pandemic has triggered a global crisis with travel restrictions and increasing pressure on healthcare infrastructure to contain the outbreak since the past year. But obviously, we're looking at a positive attitude towards tech adoption born out of this emergency. It has created opportunities with, as well as inspiration for young minds to find innovative solutions. And we're seeing that with the pandemic, Omnia. Again, I'll, I'll say it once and I'll say it twice. That ever since the pandemic, yes, we've been going through a hard time, but it has uh, lit up the minds of young children. Now, students in the UAE have actually used time during a lockdown uh, and exposure to online learning tools for creating AI-based gadgets at a young age. And their counterparts in Saudi Arabia aren't far behind since a group of students in Jeddah have created scanners which do detect COVID-infected patients via body temperature at checkpoints without human contact. Now, in addition to spotting these COVID symptoms like fever without the involvement of in-person testing, the gadget can also disinfect an individual's smartphone and wallet by shining UV lights on them, which are 
ultraviolet lights. Now, ultraviolet light and the ultraviolet rate technology have been proving to be very successful during COVID-19. Now, whenever we're looking at researchers, some say that it does actually kill the COVID-19 virus, the pathogens, but others say that we do need to put it hand in hand with alcohol any disinfectant to actually get that optimal effect now these students actually took two months to create this technology as a graduation project so it's a project that was inspired by the pandemic to try and create a solution for an issue that they're facing and now they are deciding to take it forward into the marketing phase Mm -hmm. so that they can actually deploy these scanners in areas in Jeddah and Saudi Arabia as a whole. Now, we've seen these thermal cameras be implemented in the UAE, in malls, in basically any place you enter right now probably has a thermal scanner to try and make sure that everyone's temperature is in check. But having a device that can also disinfect people's belongings, I think, is a very big game changer when it comes to dealing with COVID-19. Because Mm. a lot of the times, our devices and our gadgets carry more bacteria and viruses than we even think. Mm. Now, Saudi Arabia actually has been very proactive in deploying thermal scanners to monitor the public for possible onset of COVID-19 infections. And they even have even mounted similar devices on drones. Now, the kingdom has also moved ahead quickly to safeguard its population by approving the AstraZeneca and Moderna vaccine candidates in addition to the Pfizer jab, which is already being provided to residents. So we're looking at how all parts are taking place, whether it's government or the general public, to consume and kind of uh, take care when it does come to the COVID-19 pandemic. And they're taking all the precautionary and preventive measures that are needed to stop the spread of COVID-19. And thankfully, right here in the UAE as well, we're looking at at a lot of UAE students doing their best to kind of... uh, Combat the virus. Combat the virus and being innovative as well. I do remember during the pandemic, Omnia, Mm. we brought a number of of, of students on the show talking about their experience during the pandemic and how some of them even went to the extent of making their own self-home built sanitization station. Yes, and you can actually find those interviews. One of them is by Fatima Al-Kabi on our podcasts, Future Talk 95 on SoundCloud, as well as uh, YouTube videos on Pulse95, the YouTube channel. Now, the UVC technology or using UV rights, it's not a brand new technology, but we've definitely seen it being repurposed during this pandemic. We've seen a lot of gadgets on Amazon, actually, and different online uh, or e-commerce yes. websites actually selling UV mm. disinfectant cases for your mm. phone, for your gadgets. And mm. people, they went mm. out of stock during mm. the first period of of the COVID-19 right here in the UAE. Now, funny enough, I mean, I don't know if you remember this uh, around before the pandemic, obviously, you and I, we did bring a gadget on the show, which was that UV sanitization phone, uh, for your phone. Yeah. And obviously at that time, we're like, we don't, who wants this? No one wants this. People were and buying them as birthday uh, gifts uh, and people, Christmas gifts. People were like, <laughs> I, it, I believe the price on that too was pretty cheap. It was like 40, 50 dirhams. Yeah. And now it's skyrocketed to around 120, 115 because more demand and people are trying to make money off of it but it just goes to show in a blink of an eye things can go for better and things can go for worse you know when i bought my new phone the clerk at the store was actually trying to entice me to buy that sanitization case or whatever i mean i do it the (laughs) old-fashioned way omnia i just put spray alcohol on it yeah and you can even do it on uh what's it called the 
the soft cloth that you get with your glasses or sunglasses. Just yeah, spray yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of sanitization on it, whether it was alcohol, disinfectant alcohol, or even just some of the wipes. Wet it out and then clean your screen with it. Lots and Lots is still in store on the show. Coming up, we're talking all about Google Maps and how it will soon show us COVID-19 vaccine locations in the UAE and around the world. You're You're listening listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse95. What's worth a click and download, ladies and gentlemen? You probably have this app already downloaded. And we're talking about Google Maps and how it will soon show COVID vaccination centers and locations across the UAE and across the world. Yes, indeed. Now, a lot of people have been looking for locations to get the COVID-19 vaccine. In the different Emirates, different locations are actually offering it, and there are so many. So people can actually pick and choose what is most convenient for them. But since a lot are being added every single day, many people don't know exactly where to go and when to get it. And this is exactly why Google Maps is coming in handy because Google wants to be always the center of people's attention. They want to try and ease everything. During the COVID-19 pandemic, we've seen the app actually showcase places that had a a high rate of COVID-19 patients. We saw actually providing locations of where there would be COVID-19 checkpoints. And now they're trying to load the search and maps that they have on the application with all the information that you would need about vaccination sites. Now in the United States, we've already seen this being implemented and soon you'll be able to search COVID vaccine and get location results showing access requirements, appointment information, and if the site has a drive-through. Now, Google says in the United States, it is partnering with Boston Children's Hospital, vaccinefinder.org, government agencies, and retail pharmacies for the data. Now, elsewhere in the Google empire, the company says it will open up various Google facilities as vaccination sites. Now, Google does also plan to include a launching on the Get the Facts campaign, across its services probably to counter the conspiracy theories that the company is often caught promoting via the YouTube algorithm. Now, the post also does say the initiative will run access through Google and YouTube to get authoritative information out to the public about vaccines. Now, we do know that a lot of people are skeptical about the COVID-19 vaccine and whether or not they should get it or if Mm. if there's going to be any uh, repercussions or side effects about getting the COVID-19 vaccine. And most of the information is false or if not all of that information so google is setting up that campaign for the facts to get them right and for people to be informed and not misinformed when it does come to information about the vaccine now the past two years we've been looking at a kind of stream of misinformation in the online uh, online place looking at starting it with the covid19 pandemic starting with the 2020 election and now we're going into that COVID-19 vaccine. So in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not even opinion, it's a fact yeah. that you should always, always take your information from authorized number one government websites and number two medical professionals. And Google is helping out with that through their Get the Facts initiative. Now, one interesting thing that I personally liked is that they're also expanding this initiative to YouTube. So you can actually go ahead and get your facts right, even if you're watching any video regarding the COVID-19 virus. So if you want to find out exactly certain vaccination sites around you, all you have to do is actually search for vaccines near me. And this will 
allow a lot of vaccination sites to pop up right next to you. Now, as of right now, this feature is only available in selected countries. I know in the U.S. it has, has been available for quite some time now, mm -hmm. but it will soon be available right here in the UAE and the Middle East as a whole. Uh, we're just looking at a few days, if yes. not weeks, before the feature is rolled out. Since this is usually the trend with Google Maps, it would roll out in certain locations first as a testing platform, and then we would find it rolling out globally. Yes, and if you do want to get a COVID-19 vaccine in Sharjah, there is over 15 or 20 places to get them. You can get them at the Zahra Hospital, Zulekha Hospital, Wasit Health Center, Al Hamriya Health Center, and even Sharjah Health Center. Alhamdulillah, right here in the UAE, we have so many health centers that do provide the COVID-19 vaccine. You just have to go through that procedure to apply for one and whether or not you are eligible for that vaccine. Thankfully, right here, it is free of cost and yes. we don't have to pay a dirham and everything is muffar. Uh, is Exactly, and there are a lot of different drive throughs that can even provide this for you. Sharjah Expo Center actually has some of them. Yes. One of the biggest uh, vaccination sites and very organized. Mm. There's no risk for you even contracting the virus as you wait. You know, a great plan for the family, actually, Omnia, is to go all the way to Al-Vid, look at the scenery, and go get a vaccine at the Al-Vid Expo Center mm -hmm. and keep on going. I mean, Al-Vid isn't that far away from the Sharjah Center, around 45 minutes. Uh, get some karak, <laughs> put on Pulse 95, have a, a nice time with the family, and go get that vaccine. It's very important, ladies and gentlemen. To get vaccinated. And it is something to celebrate. I mean, we've been waiting for this vaccine yes. for a year, if not more. If, so Yeah, 100%. And again, ladies and gentlemen, the UAE does have an initiative to get 50% of the country to be vaccinated by March. We have a month left. Let's hit that mark, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the numbers aren't officially out, but what I know and what I've seen on social media, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people are getting vaccinated. Everyone I know is getting vaccinated. Omni is vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, being vaccinated is very important, but at the same time, we do need to still have that precautionary and preventive measures in line with the UAE government rules. But ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday and it is time for you to enjoy your weekend <laughs> safely and not do big gatherings. And again, sanitize, wash your hands. And I do, guys hope that you have a wonderful weekend. I do so as well. Future Talk is coming to an end, but you can catch us again on Sunday from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, to help you celebrate the weekend, coming up is Afternoon Karak from 4 to 5 p.m. They're going to be giving you their well-known weekend recommendations. What movies and shows are trending at the moment? You can catch that on their show. We want to wish you a blessed afternoon and a blessed weekend. Yes, indeed. And we're going to leave you with the song Mashup by Maroon 5. Now, I love Maroon 5. I love it too. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.